Welcome to another episode of the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast, a music industry podcast where everything is terrible and the house is on fire. I'm Matt Bacon here with my beautiful co-host, Curtis Stewart. Hey. And Curtis, what are we talking about today? We're going to be talking about cover art um, and why it's important and uh, a few other things. But since this was your idea, I'll let you kind of explain a little bit further. Well, I just feel that cover art is one of the most important things, and I see people screw it up all the time, even though cover art is probably the investment with the single highest ROI. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, like the highest return. Like, Mm -hmm. when people see you play wherever, they're going to buy the record that has the cool art. You know, and if it's like them, if it's like you and your friend's band and your merch stands are set up next to each other, guess what? They're going to buy the band that has the cool art. They're not going to buy what, you know what I mean? Like if people are going to buy one CD, they're going to buy the CD with the, the best art. It's just how it is. It's the same with shirt designs, you know, like people don't buy. And I've literally had people come up to merch stands and say they wanted to buy a shirt. Mm-hmm. And then we didn't have the design they wanted in their, uh, in their size. Yeah. And then they, uh, and they just didn't buy anything. So that's like $20 we missed out on. Okay, so now here, now here's a question as a label slash former manager. I don't even know if you call yourself a manager anymore. I don't think you do. But, There's uh, no one I manage right now. Yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean. So wh- now how do you deal with a band that doesn't want to spend money on getting good art? We just have to explain that, look, this is, uh, this is something that's, that's going to shoot you in the foot if you don't do it. You know what I mean? Now, now, can, now uh, I, I have my own opinion on this, but I'm curious about yours. What about using like a band photo as like your CD art? How, what do you feel about I that? I think usually that's pretty corny and works against you. Why is that? Why is that? Because I, I, I don't always agree. I, I agree sometimes, but I'm not sure I agree enough to discourage it. I, I just can't think of like an album cover, an, uh, a photo of the band album cover in recent years that was like really that good i've seen i've seen a few that were like oh it's just like the singer and that's cool you know yeah. a la volume four or whatever my friends and yeah, Capra, yeah. our friends in capra did an ep like that where it was just a singer like that was cool you know like i could see like a single yeah. member shot being cool but that was also the Capper one. Just as just to, just for anybody who hasn't seen it, that was kind of like an action shot of Crow. Lying yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm saying screaming. like a band photo shoot, like I haven't really, seen, and I actually know bands who are forced to do band photo shoot art by their label who kind of hate the art. Would say that again? I don't think I understood that. I know bands that have been forced to do the band photo shoot cover. Oh. By the label. Okay. And they hate the art. You like know? they hate using that as their cover art or they yeah yeah they, they they wish they could choose something different fair enough now do you know why a label might want to have the band on the front instead of art is that just like to save cash 
Or... Um, no, I, I think it's I think it's it's the idea is to make them seem more relatable, mm. you know, and to put a face to the name, which I understand. I just think I just I, I've seen it backfire too many times. Well, I think it could work, especially in the area of like you know, for example, Doom or Stoner Rock. I, I, really? I think it could. I do. I do. I mean, like, if you got that retro image going, I think you can pull it off. Like, I think a band like Heavy Temple, for example, could do it and do it well. Although, at the same time, their art that they always have on their albums is freaking fantastic. Uh, but at the same time, I think if you got the retro look, because I think if you're kind of doing, like, a throwback to, like, 70s sure, or... Sure, like, if, yeah, well, no, that's fair, right? Like, if, you're, yeah. if your look is, like, tight enough, then yeah. yes. But the odds like, are right. your look is not tight enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally do. But I mean, at the same time, like, you're right that most bands can't really pull it off. I mean, it's the odd black metal band can, but at the same time, it's like, do you really want to look like Immortal? Yeah, well, like, you, you know, well, the thing, the concept is, is that, like, <laughs> Sorry, it's, like, it's like the thing with humor. Like, there are no, you know, there's no bad ideas. The execution just has to be good enough. Like I've, I've literally seen, and this kind of goes back like to the band photos too, but I've literally seen like a horrible band photo get used as the cover art. And it's like, it just destroys the packaging of the album where no one wants to fucking it hear it. Credibility, you know? It, it does. You go, oh, okay, this band is corny. Yeah. Uh, what would you give as an example? Like, can you give an example of uh, what you would consider to be like corny for a band shoot without specifically naming a band, obviously, if that's possible. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of corny art out there. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, and, and like even in recent times, I think, I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to, yeah, like obviously I don't want to name anyone because I don't want to upset anyone. Yeah, but, I know. Um, you know, I think anytime you have like, I think usually the band shot is pretty corny. Yep. Uh, just because it just looks half-assed a lot of the time. It's like, oh, so y'all just like got in front of a wall and called it a day. Yeah, those ones are awful. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that sort of thing. I so I don't know. So I, I'm pretty against that. Yeah. I think. Uh, what about using your logo as cover art? I, I think that? that is not good either. I think that's too, first of all, especially in metal where logos are hard to read, which is fine. Mm -hmm. You know, logos are hard to read, but also like it needs to communicate something about the band. And if your logo isn't like really great, it probably is, you know, like logos for cover art is like usually reserved for demos. Yeah. Agreed. You know what agreed. I mean? For a reason. Nowadays. Um, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm not really into that idea. What about, now one thing I want to point out too is uh, one thing that kind of jerks my chain is when I get a band will give me a solid album, like really good music and stuff, and then but the album cover is like super duper gory, where you know like it's never going to make it into a print magazine or something because it's got like this bloody impaled head or something like that. Yeah, but it's just like, like way over in half or whatever. Yeah, which, which I mean, like, yeah, there's a lot of old school death metal bands that have that. But I mean, nowadays, I mean, like when you're, especially when you're trying to get, if you're trying to get like a print review or like a major um, site to review, a lot of times they just don't like that shit. Yeah. And I also like realize like 
we all appreciate the hypocrisy and that, oh, they did a feature on Cannibal Corpses art and yada, yada, yada. I get it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you just got to like operate within those bounds and you can still come up with something really demented that operates within those bounds. It's just, I think yeah. horror has become more, you know, as we kind of try to be a little bit less like, you know, depicting violence against women on all of our album covers. Well, I mean, just basically um, what it is, is there's certain things that worked in the 80s, 90s, and 70s that don't work now. Yeah, exactly. So, like, as we shift from that, you know, I feel like we've been shifting more from, like, body horror to psychological horror, like, as a society. Agreed. Um, you know, so, like, just lean into that. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely tricky. Like, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to blame anyone for having a hard time. You know, yes. I just think you need to be a little bit cognizant of the various factors uh yeah at play here now how much do you think people should budget for art like good art without like going like completely stupid maybe like um i don't know i'd, I'd probably say like a mid-sized art budget would be like a thousand dollars okay cool what yeah, would be a like, high, like if you wanted like someone who was like a professional who's done like a fair amount of album covers and will like, you know, and that, and that, you know, and like, there's like bands on like pretty big labels that get art done for like a grand. Like, I feel like a grand is like a good, you know, like if you're like on sort of a, a B tier label, a grand isn't crazy. And if you're trying to like present yourself better, you know, but also again, I've seen really good, really compelling art done for free or done, yeah. you know, just like out of editing a photo, you know, like the cover of that, capra record um yeah. you know like like that art is just fun to look at yeah uh you know so like don't think when i say oh it's like a thousand dollars like there are people who do cool things for less than a thousand dollars there's lots of cool other options you know but at the same time you don't want to be necessarily spending your money for like 50 bucks on someone that sucks at the same time you gotta gotta use judgment yeah and i've seen a lot of people make that mistake they're like oh we paid someone so it must be good and it's like well no you know, one thing I do like is like what uh, we had this, we talked about this when we had our friend um, David Paul Seymour mm -hmm. on the show mm -hmm. uh, where he talked about like, oh yeah, I like do art in advance and then people can buy it from me. Like they're catalog shopping. I remember that. And I think, and I think stuff like that makes sense because then he doesn't need to do it to spec. He can just be like, sure. Okay. $300. Yeah, and I actually think that might actually be better for most bands, too, and for the artists as well, because they actually know what they're getting ahead of time. Ex yeah, exactly. Because that, that's also part of what drives up the costs and part of the problem. Yeah. You know, this also drives labels crazy, is, like, when the band has to, like, keep putting in, keep submitting for changes, and the label has to be there, like, really, guys? Mm -hmm. Like, we just need to get this record out. And the fact that you have all these demands is not making anyone's lives any better. Yeah, like here's, here, here's a key point that Matt just kind of went over there. It's kind of like you don't want to be too picky, but you also want to make sure your art is good. There's Which is a balance. very hard balance to strike, don't get yeah. me wrong. Yeah, like you don't want to get a subpar product out, obviously, but at the same time, if you're spending too much time on the art, you might want to kind of think about that because, you know, there's no, there's no point in waiting forever 
at the same time, but you still want to have a high quality product. And I've hundred percent seen that happen where people just yeah. delivered like insane, uh, insane artwork, but it came in way too late and everything was fucked. Yeah. I recently just had that with the project I'm working on. We had to wait four months for the art and it was That's good ridiculous. art. Well, it, it, yeah, and it was good art and it was kind of like, you know, I mean, the band were probably, you know, they had a certain thing that they wanted, like you said, right? But yeah, it was like about four months. Yeah, and that stuff happens surprisingly often. Yeah. yeah. And you if you're that, willing that's to wait. people don't talk about. What? I said, but if you're willing to wait, that's one thing. But if you're kind of, but here's, here's, here's the, this is kind of a little bit off topic, but not really. But the thing that kind of drives me nuts is where a band will wait like four months for the art. The band I'm talking about didn't do this, but they'll wait like four months for the art and then put the album out right away without doing any PR campaign or anything like that. Oh yeah. And that's also a part of it, right? Is like yeah. if you spend as much money as you're going to spend on a record, you know, no doing promo. Yeah. Which is insane. You <laughs> yeah. know, and it happens all the time. Yeah. Like literally people hire, producers i'm friends with who are who you know charge thousands of dollars a day and then don't get pr um or good album art yeah i've actually seen that happen very recently <laughs> no but the, the problem is that <laughs> yeah so the point being art is really compelling and really gets people to click people do judge a book by its cover you know if the, the art looks corny they're just not going to listen to it uh no. right? cause, like good art implies good product and vice versa no, 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 Matt. No, here, here's an argument that I've heard. I want to hear your thoughts on this. Um, I've, I've had people say, well, now that it's the streaming age, it doesn't matter as much, especially if I'm only putting it out digitally. What, what do you got to say on that? They're not doing a CD release or anything. They're just putting it out digitally. Yes and no. I still think people are going to look at your art before they click. I mean, like either people are going to discover your art and like Spotify discover weekly or something, in which case the art yeah. true doesn't matter. But even then, if you're trying to like convert someone, you know, and to your band and, and they find you on like on an algorithmic playlist or something, they're going to be like, and then they, and then they see your art and they, you know, they like the song, but they see the art is kind of shitty. Like, I feel like that's going to just alienate people. 100%. I've totally not clicked on things due to the art. 100 percent i'll know, find out later oh, no. the or like you discovered more about it and then you saw the art was garbage and then you were like yeah. you know yeah yeah and and like i know everyone wants to say that like oh i'm in it just for the music bro but like and like i yeah. that's like a nice fantasy to tell yourself but like on some yeah. level you picked up your favorite record when you were 13 because you thought the art looked sick yeah a lot of the times yeah you know what i mean yeah. like yeah i don't know there's a whole visual element that is important and to pretend otherwise is lying to yourself you know um because also frequently also vinyl. frequently like if you have bad art all your other visuals are going to suck too yeah but i mean especially if you're doing vinyl in particular it's really really important to do art because a lot of people don't even listen to the vinyl they just collect it as like an art piece yeah exactly so yeah. like and that's a huge value add and a huge thing yeah. to be aware of right is like if you go press the vinyl one day, people won't, people will care about that shit. And yeah. yeah. And if all your visuals are bad, then it's going to make it a lot harder to, for people to care about you. Cause they're just going to be like, Oh, I don't know. You know, like, and, and I, I know it doesn't have like a clear logic to it, but it, it's just been presented time and time again. The bands that have the good photos, the bands that look good 
are usually the ones that go on to win because they can cultivate <laughs> super fans through that. Agree. Side note. What are some good album covers that you think, some uh, album covers that you think stand out as an excellent example other than Capra? Just out of curiosity. Um, in terms of newer bands or just in general? Well, just in general, I think. Cause I, mean, I think like, all time great art is yeah. on the first, Rivers of Nile in general have all time great art, but their first they record do. in particular, yeah. fucking fantastic. Yeah. The, new, the new Black Dahlia Murder, fantastic art. I don't remember that, but yeah. With the goo and stuff, that was great. Black oh, Dahlia Murder. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know it. Yeah. Black Dahlia Murder in general have pretty fantastic art. They do. Um, you know, uh, let me think here. I'm trying. I'm trying to come up with like a non-death metal example. Oh, the new Cardi B or her last card, her last record, really good That's art. Cool. Had a lot of swagger. Was very like iconic and weird. Uh, I thought that was it. a really cool piece of artwork. Mm -hmm. um, I think. Uh, the Lizzo record where she's naked on the cover, that's pretty arresting. Um, you know, that's a piece of great art. Uh, in terms of, like, classic rock, uh, I think probably the best Led Zeppelin album cover is... has got to be uh, Houses of the Holy, because that, like, with the naked kids, because that's just, like, such a weird, fascinating piece of art I remember pouring over as a kid. Um, you know, for Black Sabbath, their best art is... You know, like, Master of Reality is obviously their worst art. Yep. Uh, Paranoid is also not great. Volume four, though, is great. We talked about this earlier in the podcast because it's got the, it's a singer and it's it works as a shirt print, you know. Um, mm -hmm. So I think that one's really cool. What about the Jimmy Buffett Christmas album? Uh, the first Jimmy Buffett Christmas album has pretty good art. The second one is a little bit corny. There's, there was one with him with a bunch of dogs on a surfboard or something, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah with his Yorkies on a surfboard, yeah. yeah. It's actually a paddleboard, but yes. Was it? Whatever. I don't remember. I just remember seeing that and being like, what the fuck is this? But Yeah, Tis the Season. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, the second Christmas album. It's, it's really not as strong as the first Christmas album, although it does round out. For those of us who wanted a more complete Jimmy Buffett Christmas experience, it does round it all out. I love how you talk about this so fucking seriously, too. You got it. Jimmy Buffett is like one of the most valuable musicians in the world. Kanye West you know who I a Christmas album one day. It'll be great. You know who I think actually has a lot of great art too, and, and this is kind of obvious as well. Is probably uh, you know Megadeth. I think as a general rule, generally has good art. Yeah, even their rule. '80s art like stands up pretty well. Even like yeah. going through the schlock of like, um, what's the first album called? Oh my god, um, Killing is my business. Yeah, that's the one with like the skull on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that one's kind of schlocky, but yeah, it's kind of schlocky, but it's good. still good and it's still creepy yeah. and it's still engaging. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yep. that's the thing. Like, even though it's kind of dated, yeah, it's still cool. And, like, if you go look, like, the, can the, the Cannibal Corpse Butchered at Birth cover is an amazing one because there's so much contrasting color there. Yeah. Um, even, like, there's, like, this one baby who's, like, weirdly white, and it just, like, creates this triangulation with one of the zombies' aprons and then this other spot on the table. And, I like, there's a lot of interesting things within that, right? So, like, <laughs> watch some... Uh, you know, watch some YouTube videos about, like, what makes cover art great, because that shit's important. Agreed. You know, because, like, that, that's, you know, Butchered at Birth is probably the most iconic Cannibal Corpse album cover, uh, but it's not necessarily the best Cannibal Corpse album. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, kind of like how part of what made Painkiller for Judas Priest such a big deal, outside of the fact that it was their best album in 
six or seven years was the fact that like that art is fucking baller and way better mm-hmm. than any other art they'd had in the eighties. Yeah. You know, so like realize this, it just makes people, and it's all, and again, also as a final note, it's part of the like, you know, so much of what you're doing is for 1% of people. It's to get reviewers to go, oh, this looks interesting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because that's how I do it. That's how a lot of people do it. They, they look, they go through all their review emails. They see the album art and they see like the four fans of and the, the band name and stuff. And like, album art is a huge factor. And if I'm like, oh, okay, this is going to be sick. I'm going to listen to this. Yeah, it's usually like the first things a reviewer will notice will be the the art and the name. And because we're a visual species, you know, even yeah. if I wanted to like listen to a chunk of each band that came across my radar, like that came through, yeah, um, you know, to decide which I thought would be best, like I'd still see the album art first. Yeah, and the name, the name, name, title, artwork, three exactly. Key you know, and your artwork can communicate your genre. I can communicate all these things. Anyway, yeah. a lot of important stuff about artwork. Uh, you can find out more about this in our Zoom call on August 19th. This has been Dumb and Dumbest. You have been listening. Are we done yet? <laughs>